Adjunct Students of the Brewing Podcast. The podcast where we will embark on a journey to be one with Christ in our everyday lives as human beings. I am your host, Samantha P. Laguerre, and welcome back to another episode. The wheels on the bus go round and round. The love of Jesus all around. Search party over souls been found. Paid my ransom, no more bound. Kingdom citizens, welcome back to the Being One podcast. I am your host, Samantha P. Laguerre, and if this is your first time listening to the Being One podcast, we welcome you. I welcome you. All right, so I refer to the listeners of this podcast as Kingdom Citizens because we are a part of God's kingdom okay and i just want to throw it out there if you have not purchased your kingdom citizen shirts what are y'all doing nah but for real um i will link that in the description box so you guys can be sure to purchase your kingdom citizen tea and you can use the code being 112 for free shipping i have exciting news guys i will be having um shirts on hand so if you are local if you are in florida um i will have that on hand so you don't have to worry about shipping you don't have to worry about waiting for it because the platform that i do use to advertise or to sell my teas it does take a process for production and processing for it to finally get to you so it takes maybe like two three weeks to get to you um but i will have them on hand so that way it is more convenient um so hopefully that works out um so Let's do a little recap before I get into today's episode. Um, Last month, we had a daily trivia on the Being One page on Instagram. Now, if you are not following us on Instagram, I encourage you to follow us on Instagram. It is called the Being One Podcast. We also have a YouTube channel that I advise you to follow as well, and that is the called Being One Podcast. So on Instagram, we were doing daily trivias on the book of Proverbs. And y'all, I had a tie and we had two winners. I have not announced them yet. Um... I guess I can announce it on here. That's fine. I'll announce it on here. So we had Gabby and then we had um, Kayla. So it's Kayla G talks on Instagram and then Gabby is like 0213. So yes, y'all won. So if y'all hear this episode first, then you know you won before I announce it on Instagram. But I am working on you guys prize since I expected it to be one winner but i'm glad there was two y'all were really on it and so congratulations for sure also this weekend on saturday okay um we will be having our season finale season two finale of reflections of conversation with friends where we go live on um facebook and youtube on the being one podcast page so this week um which is december 5th i believe that saturday um, we will be having a part two of Holy Bohorny, y'all. Now, that episode got a lot of attraction. A lot of you guys were so interested in it, and you guys were very appreciative of the rawness. And just having a conversation or being able to listen to a conversation that's not really had in the church. You know what I mean? Um, and so we're going to do a Holy Bohorny part two. So this time, it's going to be a Q&A style. So if you have any questions, y'all, I'm talking about, y'all got questions. Literally, you can DM me. 
um you can message me like i'm not gonna put your business out there i'm not gonna say where the question came from who said it where it came from nothing at all you can either email me i have the email listed on this podcast in the description um you can find me on instagram however text me call me do what you gotta do so that you can get your questions to me so that we can answer it on saturday okay um we definitely want to answer the questions that you guys may have had or just questions in general you know what i mean it will be that time for that it will be a two-hour special since it's the season finale and i am excited for that holy but horny part two let's talk all right so i think those are all of the announcements oh also so on the being this is why it's important for you guys to follow the instagram page okay because on instagram for the month of december Every Wednesday, I will be uploading a new Bible study video, basically covering um, Luke, Luke chapter one and two. Um, so every Wednesday, I'll just be covering a part of Luke one and two as we get closer to Christmas. Right. So basically just exploring and studying the birth of Jesus. Right. So that's what we'll be doing on Instagram. OK, so I encourage you guys to follow that page as well and we also reached 200 followers so shout out to you if you have followed the instagram page i definitely appreciate you guys for sure thank you guys so much we reached 200 which is a milestone i'm not gonna take that for granted so let's get into today's episode um i'm not too sure about the title as of yet something along the lines of jealousy um i've had this in my my spirit for maybe a week or two now. And so I always ask God, God, is this something to bring forth to the kingdom citizens or it, do you have something new? And it was still on my spirit to talk, talk about it today. So we're going to talk about it. Um, and so today's um, message is coming from first Samuel chapter 18. And so if you know first Samuel chapter 18, this is the story of David, but not the David story that we know about, you know, killing Goliath, but about David and Jonathan and Saul. OK, I know I'm speaking to kingdom citizens and I know sometimes that we struggle in our faith. And so I'm speaking to two different types of people today. I'm speaking to the person who is like. What have I done? Like, I don't do anything. I mind my business. I pray to God. I don't understand why everybody just be hating on me. Like, and not even on some, I got haters, but really on some, like, I, I don't do anything. I don't know. People say people may be jealous of me. I don't see why they could be jealous. I'm talking to you, right? And then the other person, and of course, like, we all have our struggles. And I'm talking to the other person who may have a sense of jealousy. Like, maybe it could be super minor, but it's still jealousy. And maybe you didn't recognize that you had it. Or maybe you're praying to God, God, remove this from my heart. I don't want to be jealous of nobody. Um, but you need perspective, you know? We're going to talk about that today. And so um, in 1 Samuel chapter 18, I'm not going to be long with it at all. I'm not going to read all of it, but I am going to paraphrase it and then you can go and read it. And um, for those of you who may be listening that are new, I reference the New Living Translation um, on this podcast just for the sake of clarity when it comes to words. Sometimes I do uh, mention some Hebrew terms, which I will mention 
um, a definition today um, that is in Hebrew. So in 1 Samuel chapter 18, verse 1, let's start there. It says, after David had finished talking with Saul, he met Jonathan, the king's son. There was an immediate bond between them, for Jonathan loved David. From that day on, Saul kept David with him and wouldn't let him return home. And Jonathan made a solemn pact with David because he loved him as he loved himself. Okay. And so I'm going to read down to verse five and verse five. It says, whatever Saul asked David to do, David did it successfully. So Saul made him a commander over the men of war, an appointment that was welcomed by the people and Saul's officers alike. OK, just to give you guys a context, I've spoken about David on this podcast before. I've spoken about Saul, um, but just to give you context in case you may not know. But David, you may know David, David, who, who slayed the Goliath, um, who was a shepherd boy and he was anointed to be king of Israel and we have Saul in context right now Saul who was at the time the king of Israel right and so we have Saul who is the king and we have David who was anointed to be king and he had just finished slaying Goliath and so now here is Saul who is basically taking David in as his own and he has given him the position to be the commander over the man of war right so in verse six, it says, when the victorious Israelite army was returning home after David had killed the Philistine, women from all the towns of Israel came out to meet King Saul. They sang and danced for joy with tambourines and cymbals. This was their song. Verse seven. Saul has killed his thousands and David his ten thousands. This made Saul very angry. What's this? He said, they credit David with ten thousands and me with only thousands. Next, they'll be making him their king. So from that time on, Saul kept a jealous eye on David. And this is what we're going to talk about today. A jealous eye. Boom. That's the title. A jealous eye. That's the title. I got it. Thank you, God. I said I was talking to two different types of people today. And I'm talking to the David and I'm speaking to the Saul. Right. I'm talking to the David and I'm speaking to the Saul. And now... Here is this comment. Here is this praise. Here are these lyrics. Here is this um, these words that now has Saul giving David a um, a jealous eye right now. He is jealous of David. Remember, Saul is the king. David is just now the little musician boy who is now the commander. But he is jealous of him there. I'm talking to David that is listening. Let me tell you something. And I'm even God had to show that to me as well. There's nothing that you will do that can cause people to not be jealous of you. Right. Because I know you're like, I don't I, listen. I, I'm like, I don't get it. God, I don't want it. Like, there's nothing to be jealous about. I, I'm i just doing what you're telling me to do. But you it's like it's not that it's not you. It has nothing to do with you. Like, it really doesn't like there's nothing different that you can do that people are not going to be jealous of you of. If you are walking in your purpose, you are walking, you are doing the things that God has called you to do. There is a grace over your life. There's nothing you can do. People are going to look at you. They're going to have an eye of jealousy for you. You, And that should not stop you. That should not make you want to quiet down. That should not make you want to stop doing what you're doing. And let me tell you, I literally had a moment where I'm just like, God, I just want to be low key. Like, I just can I just be like a painter or something like I just like 
I just want to be low key because I don't get it. Like I don't, I just be minding my business. Like I just, just be like, I'm just, and y'all, if y'all knew my heart for people for real, like I want to tell you, I, 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 I don't want I don't want to say I'm genuine, but I'm genuine. Like, you know, when people say they're genuine and they're talking high, like I, y'all, like I really like, I want to tell you, I don't have nothing on nobody. Like I don't see anybody and I want to fight them. I don't see anybody and I'm rolling my eyes towards them. Like I don't have that in my heart for anybody. Right. So I consider myself to be super genuine and I, sometimes I question it. I'm just like, God, like, what like stuff happens people act certain type like they act some type of way towards me like they'll just do stuff that's just low-key shady and I'm like what did I even do to you like how like why am I even getting this type of treatment and God just had to show me like I'm showing you the people that are just they just jealous and I don't like to use that word I don't like to call people that but it is what it is you know what I mean and someone had came to me and they told me that um on a Sunday one day they said um God just needed me to tell you this that you are beautiful inside and out and people are just gonna be jealous of you and there's literally nothing you can do like just continue to strive and so I want to encourage you if you're listening and you feel that and you don't know what you've done it's nothing that you've done. Like all you're doing is doing what God has called you to do. All you're all you're doing is being you, right? And people are gonna be jealous of that. And so continue striving, like continue just doing what you're doing. And then to the saws, right? I'm not condemning you. I'm not getting at you, but I want you to understand something. There are things that you are graced for that you can do. There are things that other people are graced for that they can do, right? And so you do not need to compare what you're doing to what they're doing. God has called you just like they called them. You said yes, they said yes. Do what it is that he's called you to do and let them do what it is that he has called them to do. If God called you to a thousand and your neighbor to 10,000, praise God for the 10,000, praise God for the 1,000. You know what I mean? Like just because they may have more, just because it may look like they have more, doesn't mean that it's something to compare to. Doesn't mean that all of a sudden you need to be jealous of them. All of a sudden you need to be eyeing them. Like, Mind your own and let them mind theirs. You know what I mean? And this is what the enemy will try to do. This is what he tries to do all the time, right? He tries to get us to compare things. Oh, God must love them more. He blessed them with a new car. Oh, God must love them more. You see that new shoe she got on her feet? Oh, you see how she's prospering during this pandemic? Oh, God must, oh, God must this, God must that. Oh, you see how many followers she has on YouTube? You see how many people comment on her stuff? Like, oh, wow, like, Listen, get you to start comparing. Yo, it's so dangerous. It's so dangerous because what happened for him to start being jealous? He heard people praising him for the thousand and David for the 10,000. And he's like, really? That's what they're saying? Like, now they're going to try to make him king next. And from that point on, he started to have a jealous eye for David. Listen. I need you to cancel the thoughts of the words that the enemy might try to put in your mind about somebody next to you. That's going to have you to compare and then cause you to be jealous. You need to cast that out. You need to rebuke that. You need to take that thought and and, and submit it back to God. Like cancel that thought. We don't have time for that. We don't have time for it. We don't have time for it. Right. And so continuing on, I'm not going to be on here long at all, but there are certain things on here that I just want to um, bring forth right it says that David in verse 14 that David continued to succeed in everything he did 
for the Lord was with him. When Saul recognized this, he became even more afraid of him, right? People are afraid of you. I'm talking to the Davids. People are afraid of you. Why, Samantha? Why are they afraid? Listen, I'm talking to myself, right? I'm talking to myself because I know, like, we don't, it's not something that we want to hear. Like, what? Like, I'm just regular. Like, but people are afraid of you. And the reason for that is because they see you doing the things that God has called you to do. They see you being open about your faith. Like, they see you not caring. They see you having peace. They, they see you having self-control. And that makes them afraid, right? Because now they fear, well, oh, now she thinks she's better than us. And now they fear that you are better. They fear that you've, you're, you're walking in your purpose. They fear that you know better. And when you know better, that means that nobody can manipulate you, right? Like, if you know better and you're doing better, people can't manipulate you. And that's fearful for them, right? Sometimes that's an insecurity of people. When they feel like they can't control you, that's an insecurity of theirs because they feel like they need to be always in control. They need to control you. They need to control your mind. And so when they know they don't have that over you, they're fearful now because, man, if I can't control this person, will they accept me? If I can't control this person, will they like me if I can't control this person will they still be my friend and so now because they don't have that control over you now they fear you now they're jealous of you like like what like y'all y'all hear me right now like because they don't have control over you because you're walking in your purpose and you're not allowing anybody to manipulate you now they're afraid of you and they're jealous of you Make it make sense. But let's go back to um to verse um five when Saul made him a commander over the men of war. Right. Let me tell you something. OK, because we're going to compare two different types of relationships. And I don't want you guys to be confused because this is what the enemy would do. And again, I am here to listen. I'm here to make clear of the deceptions of the enemy. OK, so that we can win for real. Just because someone has an eye for you, right? Because in the um, King James Version, which is the, the version that I read from my Bible, um, it doesn't state jealousy. What it states is um, Saul had an eye for David, right? You find that an eye for just basically means like, you know, jealousy, right? Just because they're eyeing you does not mean that they are in support of you, right? They can be eyeing you because they're jealous of you. They're watching your stuff because they're trying to figure out how to plot. They're watching your stuff to feed their jealousy for you, right? So don't get that confused. Just because they're eyeing you doesn't mean that they're in support of you, okay? Also, just because David found his opportunity from Saul, right? Because what did Saul do? He made him a commander over the men of war, right? But at the end of the day, David knew that it wasn't from Saul, but it was God who ordained that, right? And so don't get it confused. Just because that person may have offered you an opportunity or they might have placed you in a position does not mean that they are for you, right? Just because Saul placed David in a position didn't mean that... Saul was in support of David, did not mean that Saul loved David, right? He was still jealous of him. He still had an eye for him. So don't get it confused, right? And a lot of us, we do this. We think that because that person has allowed us or has offered us an opportunity meant that that person was for us, meant that that person was on our side. But don't get it confused because a lot of us are neglecting our God-ordained, our kingdom-ordained 
friendships, our kingdom friendships like Jonathan for someone who gave us an opportunity. And this person who given you that opportunity, honey, they're jealous of you. They don't want to see you win for real. It, it was God. You know what I mean? So it wasn't them. It was God working through them to get you into that door, to give you that opportunity. But it wasn't them. Their heart is not pure towards you. Right. They're still jealous of you. But they were just the ones that you were going to get that opportunity from. Do not get it confused. Right. It was Jonathan. It was Jonathan that loved David. It was Jonathan that made a pack with David. Jonathan sealed the pack and gave David his robe. He loved him as he loved himself. It was the, the connection with Jonathan. And let me tell you, Jonathan wasn't the one that gave David his position. Jonathan wasn't the one that made him the commander, but Jonathan was the one who loved him. Jonathan was the one who would do anything for him. Right. So let us not confuse the two. Let us not confuse the person who we got our opportunity from as the person who is our kingdom relationship. Because if we get it confused and now we are misled to believe that the person who has given us the opportunity is the person who we should be in a kingdom relationship with. Right. We should be telling our business to or should be in a pact with. We will sabotage what God is trying to do. Can you imagine if David neglected Jonathan, his real friendship? His real brother, the one that really cared for him and was up under Saul and just was just telling Saul all his business, telling Saul all his whereabouts. Saul would have really killed that man. Like if he would have had his guard down with Saul, verse 10, it talks about how David was playing the harp as he did each day. But Saul had a spear in his hand and he suddenly hurled it at David, intending to pin him to the wall. But David escaped him twice. Yo. If David's guard was really down, if he believed that Saul was down for him, a Jonathan type of relationship, David would have been killed, right? Saul plotted on David so many times and David escaped. I just sense this greatly. The person who offered you that opportunity, it's not them. Like, it's not them. It wasn't their heart. They didn't want to do it for real. But God had it done that way. God ordained it to be done that way. God already said it for you. He just used them, right, for them to offer you the opportunity to get you in the position that he needed you to be at since the beginning of time, right? It's already written. So don't trust the person who gave you the opportunity. Don't get it confused. Cherish those kingdom relationships. Although they might not have the connections that you need or you think you need, cherish that relationship. Do not neglect your kingdom relationships for someone who's offered you an opportunity. Don't do it, right? And for you who may be like Saul, who may be jealous of someone, who may be jealous of someone and their opportunity, don't let the enemy get you wrapped up in that. Do not, do not, do not, do not. What you are called to and who you are called to is for you. What that next person is called to and who they are called to is for them. God is still using us. Each part of the body is still vital, right? All parts are working together. So it should not be a competition, but it should be a collaboration. And we should have the same goal in mind to know God and to make him known. If my next brother, if my next sister is making God known, Yo, I'm celebrating with them. If they're reaching more people than I am, yo, I'm celebrating for them. Like, to God be the glory. You know what I mean? Like, it's not a competition. It's really not. And it should never feel that way. But the enemy will make you to believe that it is. You better say, devil, you are a liar and get thee behind me, Satan. You have no say. So you are under my foot. You better, y'all. 
Y'all better stand up. Do not let the enemy get in your mind to start to compare for you to be jealous of anybody. Like, no, everybody has their own purpose. God was specific enough to make us and he had a plan for each one of us. Don't confuse the plan God has for you for the plan he has for someone else. That's not freedom. It's not freedom. Walking in jealousy is not freedom. It's not at all. So I pray that you are free. I pray that you are free from that. And if you are a David, do not limit yourself. Do not try to hide yourself. Do not be like me who had a moment and say, God, I just want to be low key. Uh, I, t- I remember telling my friend that I'm just like, I, I just want to be low key. Like, I just I don't want to do it because I don't understand why everybody just like be acting like this. Like, I'd rather just not talk and just be quiet and just be low key, go to church, you know, read the word and just be low key, like never share, like just be to myself. And he literally told me, like, even if you try to do that, it wouldn't work. Like, even if you try to do that, it wouldn't work because of the calling over your life. So I'm here to tell you, even if you tried to, it wouldn't work because of the calling over your life. Right. And just be encouraged, y'all. I'm not going to stay on here long, like I said, but I was reading from First Samuel chapter 18. Read that. Be ministered by it. Let the Holy Spirit minister to you. Um, but I just wanted to come on here and share that. All right. You know that I love you, but Jesus loves you so, 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 so much. Y'all be blessed, be blessed, be blessed. From my heart. If you really love Jesus, clap three times. Clap three times.